back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. I hope that your week was good. I was enjoying the nicer weather, so let's hope it continues. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Aiden. Say hi, Aiden. How about you tell us about your week? Hey guys, my week was great. I managed to get a bit of work done and I'm about to complete one of my courses. So I guess you could say it was pretty successful. How was your week, Peyton? It was okay. Yeah, it was busy, but it was good. I'm just glad it was the weekend. I had a couple long hours, but it's all good. I'm happy that it's the weekend, so that's all that matters. And I'm also thankful that I have a job too, and I don't ever want to boast about it. So, But we had a really nice day today, so it was nice to get out and enjoy the sun a little bit. No, I feel you. Long hours mean more money, and that always helps. Dude, the weather in Vancouver was beautiful this weekend. I'm so glad that I got to take my dog out. For sure. It's always nice when it's sunny. So, Aiden, how about you tell them about this week's topic? All right. This week, we are going to be talking about how we realize that we're trans. The first signs, how we went about dealing with it, and how far we've come today. Just to clarify, realizing that you're trans and coming out as trans are two completely different things. You will see examples of that later on throughout the episode. I think this week will be a longer topic, but we'll see where it leads us. For sure. So I appreciate you guys sticking with us through it. I think it's best to start with a bit about us, like a little bit of a backstory or history, a little bit about us so that the, the listeners, you guys can know about us and learn about us. It's always good to learn a bit more, and especially about who you're listening to on the podcast, instead of just the generic topic that we talk about every week. And we also appreciate you supporting us so far. Mm-hmm. You're right. That way we can have a better understanding of where we're coming from. And to start off, is there anything that you want to listeners to know about you, Peyton? For sure, I do. I wanted to share a little bit about myself, and then eventually we'll let Aiden share his part too. So I grew up in a very small town, open-minded, of course, but small. Everyone knew everyone and that kind of thing. But it was a beautiful city either way and very accepting and open-minded of all sorts, like with the LGBT community, it was open to every person who came to visit, that kind of thing. It was a very friendly city. And and honestly, I was very lucky to grow up there. And when I tell people I'm from there, they immediately know where it is and, and the culture and the history about it. I was brought up in a religious and later on in life slowly dropped out of church, but except for holidays, but I was brought up in this religious family and we're very close, very tight. And the thing is, I never was able to really express myself. I'm not saying that it was anyone's fault, but it's just, that's how my family was very close, very oriented that way. And I never really got to shine my true self. I never was really popular, but I had friends. I was part of the band group at school. I kept social enough with the activities and I worked hard at my grades. I mean, I wasn't a band or a like, super smart mathematician kind of thing, but I fit in the best I could and I did my schoolwork and I was okay. I think looking back, I wasn't happy for a long time though, until I had come out. I struggled with myself for years and I didn't really know what the reason was. I tried all sorts of things in the end, but it was initially my image and how I didn't like myself for who I was, especially on the outside. I struggled with that quite a bit. And I think growing up, I never wanted to be feminine. I never really knew the answer until much later. I knew that I was born in the wrong body and born not who I truly was, but it didn't really click till later. And I think being the second child sometimes made it harder. I mean, 
I think some other people can agree if they have a second or a sibling or someone who's a bit older than them. Uh, I never really felt like I was enough. And I never really said that to many people because I didn't want to make any awkward tension or situation, but that's kind of the bottom line. And there was more to it than what I thought. But how can I form the words when I wasn't really sure of who I was and, and how I felt inside? And I was afraid as well. So long story short, I was never happy. I struggled with my body, myself, the fact that I wasn't happy with how I looked. I got depressed at points in my life and I withdrew from parts of my life. And the worst thing I think was that I got bullied in high school by the same girl off and on for years. And it didn't really help my constant struggle that it was. But in time, I eventually came around and I think coming out definitely did that for me. So how about you, Aiden? Tell me about yourself and how about any other story you want to share with them? Well, that sounds like one huge struggle. Thank you for sharing that, Peyton. I 100% can agree more with everything that you just said. I guess growing up, you're surrounded by friends, family, and pretty much everyone you meet treating you as a female when deep down you know that you're male. So that causes a lot of confusion growing up. And that's pretty much what my childhood was like. And I guess it got better over time, but I was born and raised in Western Canada in a large city. So you would think the type of people I was around weren't as religious and close-minded as the folks in the outskirts of the city, like where Peyton is from. But people from where they're like you know in his town are pretty open-minded but where i was from at the time um i was born in 1995 and it might have been the decade that i was born into but everyone i came across growing up was pretty close-minded and ignorant which definitely did not help me in figuring out why i was feeling the way that i was without without having to deal with the negative remarks or comments. For sure. Thanks for sharing that, Aiden. In hindsight, I wouldn't have changed how I came out. Um, I might have changed when I did, but I'm not going to look back and get mad at myself for that because I didn't know what was going on either, and I was dealing with a lot. So to summarize, I realized when I was born that I was brought up a girl, and inside I felt like a boy. I'm not saying that it was anyone's fault. It wasn't my family, no pointing fingers, but I was raised to be someone that I wasn't. And I think in time, my mom and I think the rest of my family now can see that. So when I went to university, I was about 22. I went to Capilano. Um, I joined a queer group for LGBT people. It was the first place I told someone in this queer group that I was trans and I went by he, him. Honestly, it was the best support group I could ask for. And a lot of other people were trans or discovering themselves in the queer identity and all these terms that I didn't know about. So I was learning a lot. And the first person was a friend of mine I met there. I've known him for a couple of years now. They go by they, them, or also he, him now. But they were the first person I ever told and the first friend I ever met, and we've been friends since. And I knew long before that, but being able to verbalize it took a lot longer and and also to people in my life who were important to me. And I knew when I was young, but I suppressed it. And I would have to say that looking back, I was uncomfortable by it. I couldn't really pin an age, but I could tell you that it was young and I definitely could feel that something wasn't right. I know a lot of people can say that there were five or six or seven or whatever the age was. But for me, I knew I couldn't verbalize it, but the age was definitely young. Um, So I told my mom 
first for the first time after seeing a counselor for a little while about it. And we talked about how to tell her. And I was 24 when I told her. And that was just before I started hormones. And then, of course, the other family followed after that. At work, it was a bit later. So I was about three years on T at that point. And I was really, really supported by everyone at work. I mean, at first it was a little bit differently, but everyone at work seemed to be great and open-minded and accepted me for who I was. Some of them were confused. Like, I thought you were a dude all along. So it was great. Some of them didn't even bat an eye for a second. Even my friends in my life, they didn't even look at me differently. So I'm kind of glad in a way that my work family and my friends have been like a little family for me here in work and outside of work. So, and even when I had my surgery, everyone was super great. I couldn't even ask for a better group and bigger support that I had. So, but I really knew long before I even knew and somewhere in there it was there. And even as young kids, we knew something was different. Yeah. Coming out is never really easy. And I guess being trans growing up, you kind of blur out when you realize that you're trans because it's kind of, I guess, traumatic, our childhood. And it's never really the same as someone who is growing up as cis, you know, because they're treated the way that they're, you know, they deserve to be treated. Like, they're, it makes sense. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but it just makes sense. So... I guess it doesn't really matter whether you're gay, trans, or anything in between. It's just going to be hard coming out, period. But the type of people that you have around, like Peyton said, can definitely make a huge impact on the outcome. Like when I was a kid, I know it took me the longest time to come to terms that I was the girl who liked girls. That concept did not make sense to me because I didn't feel like a girl, you know? It just didn't really align with how I felt on the inside. Maybe on the outside, people would see that I was feminine, but on the inside, I just felt like a dude. And I've always felt like a dude. Like, ever since I was three, nothing has really changed since other than, I mean, I look 26 now, but I don't think like a three-year-old. But I mean, I'm a trans guy now. But when before, I was just like, a girl it's weird i don't know the whole, the whole concept of it and like that concept didn't really make sense to me at the time because i was a girl and i was like okay i can never be a guy but i just feel like a guy so how is this going to work like i'm just going to grow old and feel the way that i always feel right now that was terrifying to me like i don't think anyone wants to feel that way for the rest of their lives so i guess over time, I just slowly started to get more comfortable with my body. And I guess you could say I didn't realize I was a trans male until maybe I was 18 years old. Because I remember telling my friend there was something different about me. I wasn't exactly sure what it was, but it just something didn't feel right. And I just didn't feel like other girls. And it was a feeling that I haven't really been able to shake since I was three years old, like I said before. And my friend was super supportive throughout the entire conversation that I was having with her. And she told me that she was going to be with me every step of the way, and she has. And so later on, I fully came out and to my 
my family basically when I was 20 years old and my family wasn't super supportive or accepting of it but over time they came to realize that this was who I who I was and it's who I'm always going to be and it doesn't really matter if they want to be a part of my life or if they don't want to be a part of my life it it's just regardless i'm always going to be that person and i guess over time they came to terms with it and now everything is slowly getting better but not there yet you know yeah for sure thanks for sharing that i know it can be hard so how about we talk about some struggles with work or society if we had any and if there's any struggles or hard times or was it okay i just i'm curious like your side of it more yeah um coming out to my family it was one thing but coming out to a, your place of employment and passing to strangers in public it's completely different and it it's difficult you know when you first come out it's you're com- you're basically telling your family okay i want to be a guy now but you don't know exactly how to go about you know presenting as that and it's just difficult because you see so many youtube videos of these trans guys that look like they have everything together and you're just watching it when you're first starting your transition and you're thinking okay these guys are 5 years on t 10 years on t and they look nothing like how i look and you feel discouraged and you're thinking i'm never going to look like that you know and it's just it just doesn't look possible in your brain so you spend all your time just obsessing over what is impossible and then you get super depressed and then everything just goes downhill but that's a completely different story um because or during that time i was also working and work coming out to my workplace was kind of different compared to my home life because the people at my work they knew me uh as my dead name because that was the time when i had it and everyone just knew me as female but over the years um it well i worked there for 4 years and slowly during that period of time they realized that female was not what i correlated with like my brain it just didn't they didn't see me as a female at all they just saw me as male and there were so many signs that along the way that I wasn't really aware of but other people were and it just fully clicked over time because everything just made sense you know and the people along the way just make your journey a whole lot easier over the time because they're the people that have been by your side throughout your entire life or maybe your childhood best friend or your high school best friend and they know you for so long and they're like oh so I've you know i've seen that side of you and now i'm seeing this other version of you that i've known this whole time and it just makes sense because i never saw that person like previous you as a person at all it just seemed like a very depressed anxious person who was never fully there but now you're this completely different person and it just clicks and it just makes sense so it definitely i guess growing up everything led to it affecting my personal work and social life because nothing really felt like 
you know, I was a female because inside I identified as male. So over time, everything slowly made a little bit more sense. That, yeah, that sounds like a challenge for sure. I can imagine. Um, for me, it was my first job back home before I moved here. And I only told a few people, but it was at the start of my transition too. And it was better than I expected. So when I moved here, where I am now, it was a little bit rocky to start and very, very clicky. So over time, I got better, of course, but now I feel safe and happy at work and no one says anything and no one mentions it again, which is great. But a lot of the time they say, wow, we didn't expect you like that. You look like a guy and like whatever kind of thing. But some people were very clicky and made comments and, and the start of it and spread rumors. So I told who I wanted to and the rest could just deal with it. And my supervisor and everyone at work was very supportive and they said, we're here if you need it or if you feel uncomfortable. But over time, it got a lot easier, and those people kept their mouths shut. But I think because they were curious or wondering, like, you're a dude, but, you know, this and this and this. So, But I think over time and the hormones, it made it a little bit easier for me to pass, so to say, at work. And then after having surgery. But when I was brand new, I was still kind of struggling with my passing part and trying to make it work. And with wearing scrubs and stuff at work, it was challenging. So now it's a lot better, but at the time... It was a bit rocky, but I'd say that through those last couple of years of work and having people in my life, like society part of it, I think it's been a lot easier than it was. I'm not saying it wasn't ever hard, but I think it was okay for what I went through. So, Dude, clicky people are the worst and not the kind of people you really want in your life. But I'm glad over time you finally found a place where you feel safe. I know for me, I had coworkers who were definitely a bit nicer, but there are always the ones who don't and refuse to understand what you're going through. But at the end of the day, that's their loss. Exactly. We don't need them and we don't want to waste our energy on them. They can support me and I'm happy with that. And they all do. And it doesn't matter to them anymore. But I think before hormones, like I said, it was hard. I wore binders and sports bras to hide my chest and cut my hair and I mean, I was in such a small town, I didn't know what to do. Not saying it was a bad town, but it was so small that everyone knows everything. So when things started to change, of course, then I had to kind of tell people and started going from there. But when I got to the bigger place than I am now, city-wise, it wasn't so bad because a lot of people are from all walks of life and you kind of blend in. So when I had to come out, I was a little bit cautious and I'm, and I'm not sure who's open and, and who's not. I mean, now it's not so much, but for any medical reason, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not like I'm going to say, hi, I'm Peyton, I'm trans, like right away when I meet someone. That's not how you do it. You have to find a, a, a safe and comfortable place with people that you kind of know or kind of feel like they're good, you know, to tell. And then it makes a difference. No, I completely understand. And I can't imagine being from a small town because even in the city, everyone seems to know everyone. I mean, there are always the positives and downfalls of a small town. Everyone knowing everything can definitely take a toll on your mental health over time. No one expects you to tell them you're trans when you first meet them because that's pretty stupid. And if they do, then someone probably has an issue with you being trans, you know? Yeah, exactly. How about we talk about before coming out as trans? I know for me, I came out as gay. Um, I'm not saying that it's for everyone, but some people I find have because they're trying to find who they really are. So they think coming out as gay is the answer, but then 
that's not really completely what it is. And so maybe you can share a little about your situation too. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good idea because like you said, I feel a lot of people that I've known tend to take that uh, route because I guess it's a little bit easier than just, you know, fully coming out as trans because I guess that was the way uh, for me because I came out as gay as well in the beginning at around sophomore year of high school. I could be wrong. I think I tried really hard to blur out that part of my life, but that's how I remember it. At the time, um, I was female who was attracted to other females, but of course I didn't feel like that on the inside. And it's actually kind of funny because the majority of these women I would date would ask me if I was trans even before I would tell them. So uh, because throughout the relationship, they felt like they weren't actually in a relationship with the female. Uh, Rather, they're in a relationship with the male. And they literally told me that if I was trans, they would have to break up with me because they only liked women. Uh, I don't know. It was an interesting experience, and it definitely made me think. But throughout every relationship, I was kind of in denial, and I would continuously tell them that I was gay, and I was basically just a female who liked females because I was so attracted to that person. I was willing to put aside how I was feeling on the inside to be with them. It was pretty messed up. Um, But deep down, I knew that wasn't how I truly felt, like I said before. Uh, And I was just really terrified. And I'm pretty sure everyone is terrified when they have to be, you know, confronted with these kind of feelings. And I just really had to come to terms that I was just a trans male who liked females. And yeah, that's when I fully knew. Um, How about you, Peyton? That definitely sounds confusing and challenging. Thanks for sharing, though. For me, I dated women, too, and I dated one guy and said, no, I'm good, thanks. My first exes were not so good to me, and that's fine because I learned from it. It was toxic, but um, one I really like passed away, sadly, but she'll always be in my heart. She was kind of the first person that introduced me to a lot of things in life and made me be stronger when it comes to different situations in life. Like, For someone who had dealt with cancer, she was honestly the bravest person I ever met. So she'll always be in my heart. But the other exes after that really got me thinking about myself and who I really was. And the last ex before my um, coming out as trans, before I met my ex before, or ex when I was on hormones, um, she actually was a reason that I really came out later because she introduced me to things in a sense of being comfortable with myself and allowing me to do that without pushing me to be like, no, you're a girl, you should do this and this and this. She just let me do it, like help me with cutting my hair and dressing how I wanted to. She never forced me to change anything about myself. And her family was different, but they didn't change me either, which was great. So I think, I mean, we didn't work out in the end, but those little lessons kind of helped me to be more comfortable. And I felt like it was the answer and I didn't really know because it was so deep down. But I think over time I, I figured it out by myself and I found myself and, and if I didn't do anything else, it would have been more confusing. So, and then of course a few months later, I really found the answer, but those little relationships that I had really helped, even though they weren't the most healthy or the most long-term, they all introduced me to a better version of myself and helping me to really be myself. And I'm not saying it 
was like my family didn't have anything to do with it because they did their own support. But these relationships outside of the family was, I think, the best stepping stone for me to really grow up and stand up for myself and believe in who I really was inside. So this ex before I started hormones really helped me beyond a lot of things. And I thank her for that. And I hope the best for her because she really did a lot for me. So, but the dating was hard and I definitely came out gay and I thought that was the answer and it wasn't, but I learned a lot either way. And I'm thankful for every experience. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. I know what you mean, and I 100% could not agree more. Exes basically transform us into a better version of ourselves because then we know what we will tolerate and what we won't tolerate because we realize our own self-worth. And exes are exes for a reason, and they all teach us a lesson at the end of the day. And I thank all of my exes as well for helping me figure out who I really am. We're both who we are now because of people who are no longer in our lives, unfortunately. But I guess that's the way it had to be for us to fully figure out who we are. And that's just the way life is. Exactly. And I'm happy now. And they all taught us something, like you said. So thank you to all the exes out there. I don't know where you are in the world, but thank you. The best advice is you can tell who you want to tell. There's lots of supports out there, and we're all here for you, too. I'm not speaking for every person because everyone's different, but for some that I noticed, some trans guys have come out as gay or bi and then first trans. I think that's just how we discover who we are and on our identity path to find out what we really feel inside. Because a lot of the time we don't know who we are and we're not sure. And so we come out as gay or another identity because we realize that's what we think we are. But it also could be fear and family judgment, et cetera. But I think in the meantime, gay is kind of a beginning step and that's totally fine um, a lot of people also just continue to be gay and come out trans too and that's just whatever works for you i also think that um i still like women and i feel like gay wasn't really who i was and so i was really conflicted and i thought maybe i would be with a man back then but i think over time i matured and realized that it's about the person it's not about the identity um, so when I told my mom that I was gay before hormones, we went for a hike and it was actually really easy to talk to her. She just really wanted me to be happy. And then same with me when I came up with trans, I mean, it was a little bit more of a difficult conversation, but I think in the bottom of their hearts, they were just worried about my safety and they were happy because eventually they saw me for who I was and all the little answers or yeah, answers and like little points throughout life that, really didn't make sense like why I asked to wear a suit to grad and all these things and why I was wearing briefs and you know I wasn't truly happy with being who I was before they really could see it I mean at first they were sad because they lost a daughter but at the same time they gained a son and they didn't want me to be miserable for the rest of my life they wanted me to be happy so it was a bit of a life change and a shock but at the end of the day they saw that I was who I was. And that I think is more important than anything. So that answered a lot of questions and concerns for sure. So in the end, my family was just happy that I was happy. It took some time, but they've really come a long way. No, you're right. If it's what you are the most comfortable with, then you should do it regardless of what your family says. It is all part of the process in figuring out who you really are as a person. The only thing we knew for sure was the fact that we liked women. But 
still something didn't fully feel right. And it took a lot of trial and error before everything finally, finally clicked. I wish it was an overnight process. I'm pretty sure everyone does, but the best things in life really do take a little bit of time. Uh, with my family, I know it can be difficult getting by when the environment is not always the healthiest, but with time, if they really love you, which they should since they claim to be your family, they'll eventually come around. Maybe with a bit of time, maybe it'll be years, decades, who really knows? Like I said before, this kind of stuff doesn't usually happen overnight, but all we can do is make the best of the situation. If you're if they never want to come around, then that's on them because they're basically losing someone who was at least willing to try to make the relationship work. It's definitely a difficult situation. When I first came up to my parents in 2014 slash 2015, in between maybe, I have a terrible memory with dates, so I can't say which year it was exactly. But one thing was for sure, they were definitely not accepting of it. It took almost four years for them to be anywhere remotely okay with it. I mean, what what did I really expect? I'm Asian and my family is pretty religious. But over time, they did eventually become more accepting and more okay with it. But that's not to say they're huge LGBTQ advocates all of a sudden, because I'm pretty sure they're never going to, you know, be like that. But they've definitely come to terms with who I am as a person and they know that I am happier than I ever could be. Well, thanks for sharing. I know our, our families are different for sure. And I could imagine that it was hard. My family was supportive as much as they could be. And like I said before, they, they knew, but over time the struggle was definitely there and it was hard for me too. But at the end of the day, it took time and they came around eventually. I mean, I'm not saying that it was perfect, but um, I don't blame them, of course, but in time they saw it was me and, and I was happy and that's all they wanted. Um, I came out in 2016 and I started hormones shortly after that. I went, of course, by myself for the first time for my shot and I took a friend of mine in an alley to support me. I mean, I'm glad that my family didn't disown me completely, but they struggled and I get that and I don't want to talk about it too much. But um, in time they came around and that's all that matters to me. I mean, they asked a lot of questions and my mom had a lot of support, so that made it a little bit easier for her. And I just was happy either way that I was on the journey. I didn't need much more except to be healthy and happy. I know exactly what you mean. When I first started tea, I was so terrified. My family was going to disown me as well, which is why I didn't really tell them when I first started on testosterone. It took maybe a couple of months before they started noticing the changes. And that's when I told them it's kind of a it's kind of funny, actually, because a lot of my friends would ask me how much longer I'm going to hide it because I pretty much look like a dude now and I'm passing 99% of the time. It was weird. But anyway, what I, what was I saying? Um, my I came out to my parents after a couple of months and they were pretty upset I didn't that I didn't tell them. But I mean, I was legal at the time, so there wasn't a lot that they could do about it but over the years they eventually adjusted and now I guess you could say they're okay with it um there's still some uncertainty but uh they've definitely come a long way um I can imagine that it's hard too so uh since I lived at home before I moved away 
Uh, I told my mom and she's adjusting too, but we talked a great length and her friends were really supportive and her parents or my grandparents were also really on board. And that made it a little bit more easier because they made a joke saying like, make sure you shave. So that made us laugh. So I think the support helped her a lot. And I think when time with a bit of research and asking me questions and learning from me and knowing that I was okay, I think that made it a little bit easier for her. I mean, like I said, she lost a daughter and gained a son. So she was grieving that, but she gained a son. That's what she said. She gained a son and to see that I was happy and healthy and to see that I was shining in my own skin, that I think made her feel like it was okay. And she loves me either way. So that made it a little bit easier. Um, and I'm not saying it's easy for everyone. Some have it a lot harder and I'm not trying to rub it in anyone's face and say, my life is great because some are easily accepted and some are not. And some find it more peaceful and some struggle. So the best advice is to not give up and to just have faith in yourself because being happy with who you are, even if no one accepts you at the end of the day, you have yourself and that's honestly better than nothing. So if for some reason I didn't have any family or anyone beside me, I'd be okay because I went to my own appointment. I had my first injection. I started this journey and I'm happy. So I'm thankful and I never want to rub it in people's faces. So just to be strong and brave and be enough for you is all that matters. And there's never a good time because you just have to do it. You just got to be honest from the heart and eventually they'll see you for who you are. Exactly. I can't stress that enough. At the end of the day, you have yourself. Even if your family doesn't accept you at first and you lose a couple of friends, you're being true to yourself and who you are. And that should be enough. So stay strong and keep being who you are unless you're hurting someone. Then don't do that because that probably makes you a pretty bad person. And the world doesn't really need that right now. We need people who are being their true authentic selves and spreading love everywhere they go. But not literally because social distance. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. How about you? Yeah, I mean, just come up when you're ready in a place that makes you feel safe. In the end, they'll hopefully do research and support you. I mean, you can help and provide an offer some, but I think they should want to too if they're important to you and they're in your life. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this week's topic. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please let us know so that we can better improve for you guys. Yeah, guys, thank you for listening again. And make sure to give us a five-star review and leave us a comment for any future topics you want us to cover. Thanks, guys. Be healthy and safe, and we'll see you next week. See you, guys. Bye.